Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. We're on page Kuf Vav, 106, two lines from the top. We've just been speaking about the way that you learn these halachis in Gan Eden of um, tra- trading a cow for a donkey, what they mean in the spiritual realms, what they mean in our service of Hashem, what it means in Atzilus, between the Mides of Atzilus. And we ended off saying that when you understand these things, when the souls in Gan Eden, whether in the lower level Gan Eden, the higher level Gan Eden, when they understand these concepts, they're understanding not just the existence, the ideas, like how we understand things in this world, we only understand the what these ideas are, we understand that they exist, but we cannot really understand, understand the true core and essence of these ideas because of the physical body which conceals the truth from us. But the souls in Eden, which are not trapped in physical trappings, they are able to see the true mahus, the essence of what's really going on with these laws. And obviously from that, they have a, a wondrous pleasure. And that is the level, that's the idea of the tainuk, the ha'adasa tainuk, the external diminished ray of pleasure which encloses itself into chokhmah, into the wisdom of the Torah. And that's why it was called the laws of the Torah, called sairis, hairs, just like hair only has a diminished, contracted um, ray of energy from the brain. That's why I don't feel it when you cut the hairs. So too here, the level of pleasure which is drawn down into this wisdom is only a diminished contracted ray but the drawing down of the essence of pleasure who bemits the essence of the pleasure of Hashem of uh, divine pleasure is who specifically within the mitzvah and not in the commandments not within the laws of the Torah or learning of the laws of the Torah that's only where there is a diminished contracted ray of the pleasure of Hashem is, is enclosed within them like we spoke about in the previous page Hashem has a tremendous pleasure in the fact that we do these laws. and um, But that is still just a diminished ray because it's enclosing into the Chochmah, the wisdom of Hashem, which is a defined, uh, limited level. Therefore, it can only be a contracted ray which goes into that level. However, the drawing down of the essence of the pleasure, when it's totally unlimited and not the contracted at all, that is only in the commandments and the mitzvahs. Shalzeh and Amar, concerning that, it says, his garment, Hashem's garment, is like white snow. That is referring to the enclothing of the Atik, like I said before, of the inter, the inner core of Kesser, which is referring to the pleasure of the Tainuk, into the mitzvahs, but his garments are like white snow. The white snow is like the... So now he's going to explain that. Like for, by way of analogy, the idea of a garment, like this verse is saying that Hashem's garment is like white snow, so the idea of a garment, it conceals the person who is enclosed in this garment. It covers over him. Similarly, the idea of Hashem's garment, which is like white snow, refers to the concealment of pleasure. 
which refers to the essence of pleasure. Which is above the level of pleasure, which which comes down into a revealed state and a disclosed state when it goes down into the level of chachma, that limited level of chachma. So. His garment is like white snow. White snow is referring to the pleasure, the, es- the essential pleasure of Hashem. And why is it referred to as a garment? Just like a garment conceals over the person. So too, this we're talking about the level of pleasure here, which is the concealed level of pleasure, the essential pleasure, which is so high, so sublime, it's concealed from any of, from the recipient. It's, um, it's not concealed, so it's actually a little bit uh, interesting comparison because a garment conceals because it actually covers over something. Whereas here, it's just we're using it as a borrowed analogy to refer to the level of pleasure which is concealed not because it's, there's something covering it but because it's so sublime that it is concealed from it yeah, from anybody from any recipient from any uh, created being so that is the garment of Hashem is like white snow the white snow referring to the pleasure the essential pleasure of Hashem why a garment because a garment conceals and this is referring to the concealed state of pleasure how it's in its essential state before it's descended and become contracted and therefore be in become disclosed and revealed state it's becoming revealed because of that it's going it's it's be it's descending and becoming diminished and therefore it can be appreciated by the recipient but here we're talking about when it's on a level of concealed in its essential state before it has been contracted diminished this is the meaning of the sages say the mitzvahs were not given to take pleasure from um what does that mean in a deeper sense it's because, like we're just saying now, that the level of divine pleasure which is enclosed within the mitzvahs is not just a diminished, contracted ray of pleasure. And the gilia and the revelation of that pleasure, it is not that level of pleasure at all. It's the essential. It's the essence of Hashem's pleasure, how it's totally above the state of revelation. And that's why it's lovely. You cannot take pleasure the created being cannot take pleasure from the mitzvahs. They were not given to take pleasure from because the level of pleasure which is enclosed within them is not able to be appreciated by us because it's the essential pleasure before it's become in a revealed state that we can actually um, appreciate it and comprehend it, connect to that level of pleasure. So the mitzvahs, in the simple sense, is saying that they weren't given to us in order for us to take pleasure in them. And there's some halachas that are based on that law. But here it's saying in a deeper sense that they that the pleasure of Hashem, the divine pleasure which is in mitzvahs, is not is not fathomable, it's not appreciable. We cannot appreciate it, we cannot connect to it because it's the essence, the essential pleasure, which is above revelation. And this is only applies into the physical mitzvah specifically. The because when we're talking about there's two aspects of a mitzvah. There's the actual action of doing the mitzvah, and the, or there's the kavana, the intent, the concentration, the specific, um, the specific intent that a person's supposed to have when he's doing the mitzvah. So, like the kavana behind the mitzvah of tefillin, the shibud amayach uh, to enslave one's heart and mind to Hashem, or the kavana, a specific kavana that each mitzvah has a specific kavana, a, a concentration, a meditation connected to it. But those, the kavan of a mitzvah is still something which is connected to chachma, to wisdom. A person's using his mind to have a specific intent, intention when he's fulfilling the mitzvah. So therefore, it can only that can only reach up to the level of tainik, which is only the diminished ray, contracted ray of which it relates to chachma. Like we said before, the level of divine pleasure which is connected to the um, intention of the mitzvah is which is just a chachma, a wisdom, a aspect of 
of intellect, that can only be a diminished ray of pleasure. The aspect of the mitzvahs which are not given over, which are not, uh, which were not given for the sake of pleasure, meaning the aspect of mitzvahs which which in which is revealed, which is in which is um, enclosed the es- the essence of the pleasure of Hashem, which is above revelation. That is the ma'aseh mitzvahs. That is just the actual action, the deed of the mitzvah itself. When a person does that, with accepting upon himself the yoke of Hashem's kingship, just like a simple servant doing the the bidding of his master. Not with any understanding or any appreciation of the deep intention behind the mitzvahs. The notes chlosim seif and Why is this simple action connected to the such higher, the highest level of the essential pleasure of Hashem? Because there's a rule in Kabbalah that notes chlosim seifon that the beginning is wedged into the end specifically, meaning the highest levels specifically are connected to the lowest levels. So the highest levels, the the essence of Hashem's pleasure is connected to the lowest, the physical mitzvahs done in a very simple way, like a simple servant doing the bidding of his master. The gam. Another reason why this is connecting, this simple action connects to the highest level. Because the physical mitzvah is specifically what, is what brings about the refinement of the physical um, entities of creation. That when you do a physical mitzvah with a coin, like for tzedakah, a physical coin, you are connecting that physical coin a physical matter to godliness and refining it and uplifting it, uplifting the godly sparks in it. And um, and the like it says in the Lechal Deidi that the Saif Maisa, the end of deed, is ascended in Hashem's thought first. So meaning to say that specifically when we refine physical objects, and doing that service of refining physical objects, that is the ultimate purpose of all of creation. Like we know that Hashem wanted a dwelling place in the lowest realms. So that is another reason why that connects to this, the essence of Hashem's pleasure, because this is truly what Hashem's essential pleasure is in, is in our service when we're uplifting physicality. And that's what is expressed in this, um, in this statement of, this, of the prayers. It says that Saif Maisa, Allah Machshav uh, literally, it's speaking about Shabbos, that the last day of creation, Shabbos, is what had what what arose in Hashem's intent uh, in mind at first. Meaning, this is the whole purpose of creation, Shabbos. The whole world is uplifted to such a special state. But here, we're saying that the safe Misa, the meaning, the end, the end of action, the lowest level of action, is what arose in Hashem's thought first. That is what that is. His, that's his whole purpose. That we should uplift physicality, refine it, and uplift it. And therefore, Hashem's essential pleasure is drawn down when we fulfill that purpose. And therefore, through this uh, service of uplifting physicality, we draw down the the essential pleasure through that. To explain this matter even more, it says in the verse about the mitzvah of tzitzis, you shall place it on the tzitzis, you shall place these strands, these strands of the tzitzis on the corner of the garment, the four-corner garment. And the sages expound, explain this idea of what it says, Hakanaf. And they mean that it says that the tzitzis, these strands, should be, made, should be made from the same substance, the same material that the actual corner of the garment is made of. So, mean Hakanaf. They should be made from the actual same material as the kanaf, as the corner of the garment, specifically. And that this means spiritually, meaning to say that the essence 
of the the infinite energy of Hashem, the essence of Hashem's godly energy, of the level of the Tainaga Elyon, of the supernal pleasure, which we said refers back to Hashem's essence. Meir Mizgala is, is shines and is revealed through the mitzvah of the Tzitzis. As it explained in the Mimer entitled, in Parshas Kerech entitled, and Kerech took the Mashal, the analogy which is brought in the Medrash about the big mirrors and the small mirrors. So over there it explains that the how there's a um, heretic that comes in and asks one of the big rabbis. How could it be that Hashem, it says, his whole, his whole, the whole earth is filled with his glory, but also it says that he's revealed in certain places, like in the in the uh, Beis Hamikdash, um, seemingly that implies that there is many different, so to say, many different, many different, many different gods. And then he, the big rabbi, I don't remember who it is right now, asks this mean, this heretic, go look at yourself in two different mirrors, in the big mirror and the small mirror. Basically, it's your same reflection, but just one of them appears big, one of them appears small. Showing it's the same exact person, but appearing different ways. So too, if that's a, if that a flesh and blood person can do that, can appear differently, just by a reflection of a mirror. So too, Hashem obviously, which is not limited at all, can appear in the whole world. It can be revealed in the whole world, or in just one specific place. And this is the idea of the tzitzis. So it says, min hakanaf. The strands of the tzitzis refer to these limited, diminished revelations of godliness, and the garment of the talis refers to this. Unlimited revelation of the Urimaki for the encompassing energy of Hashem, all encompassing. And that is how Hashem basically is becoming in his very essence, in his, his essence of his pleasure, which is referring to back to the essence of the infinite energy of Hashem, is becoming revealed through these channels of the tzitzis, these diminished channels, um, into the limited world. Which this is implying that the actual essence. Of the energy, the energy of Hashem, of the infinite energy, the encompassing energy of Hashem is shining through the midst of tzitzis. Because the thirty-two strands of the tzitzis refer to the thirty-two pathways of chachma. But not just that the that in these thirty-two pathways of chachma is just a revelation of a limited level of chachma. Rather, the the thirty-two pathways of chachma, which are signified by the tzitzis, is that the is that the within the chachma, within chachma, is shining and reveal, the revelation of the essence of Hashem's pleasure through these thirty-two pathways of chachma into the world. So that is the the superior quality of the mitzvah of tzitzis that they are mina kanaf. They are from the same material of the garment, meaning they is that the garment refers to the essence, the irmakif, the the tainugatzmi, the essential pleasure of Hashem, the all-encompassing infinite energy of Hashem shining through the limited pathways of Chachma, of the Tzitzis, but that is how the actual infinite energy of Hashem, of the Hashem's infinite pleasure, shining through the pathways of Chachma into the world. So that's the idea of the, the big mirrors and the small mirrors as an analogy for Hashem, that Hashem in Himself can appear and be revealed in different ways. So through the, through the mitzvah of Tzitzis, and the talis garment, it's the essence of Hashem, the air makif, the encompassing infinite energy of Hashem being revealed in a finite, down into this finite world through the channels of the, the strands of the tzitzis. And this is now um, returning to what we've spoken about before, um, that the tzitzis, the strands of the tzitzis, even though they are just like the idea of hairs, 
hair follicles, which are just a, with, through the hair follicles, travels just a very diminished, contracted energy from the brain of the person. Therefore, a person doesn't feel any pain when he cuts the hair. Mikol Bokim, and this, the strands of tzitzis are just like that. That's why they're called tzitzis. Like it says in the verse, reishi. He took me through the, by the strands of my hair. So the they, the word tzitzis means strands of hair, and therefore they are compared to this strand-like energy, diminished energy coming through them. But we said there's two ways you can spell the the shin ayin reish, either with a shin or a sin, with the the dot on the right or the left. So the tzitzis, even though they are this similar to the idea of hairs, but but the, but unlike hairs, which only have a diminished energy through them, the tzitzis actually have a totally non-diminished. They have they reveal the essence of Hashem's energy through them. They were they're like with the shin ayin reish with the shin, not with a sin. Sharachov, a wide gate, through which the essence of Hashem's energy is drawn, is revealed through that, through these follicles of the tzitzis. And this is also the reason why tzitzis, like the sages say, are equal to all the other mitzvahs together, put together. Because through fulfilling all the mitzvahs, we draw down the essence of Hashem's pleasure, which is the essence of Hashem really. But usually, when through through all other mitzvahs, which are the pleasure of Hashem, it's Hashem, it's Hashem's inner pleasure in all of creation. This is what He really has takes pleasure in our fulfilling of the mitzvahs. But when we do them, any mitzvah or just any other regular mitzvah, that drawing down of Hashem's infinite pleasure of Hashem's essence is is in a concealed way. But through the tzitzis, this infinite pleasure, this essential pleasure of Hashem, is drawn down in a revealed way because the tzitzis. Um, the strands of the tzitzis are what ch- channel that energy to come down to this world in a revealed way. And then we said before we compared the mitzvah of tzitzis to the splitting of the, the splitting of the sea of reeds. So what is the connection between them? The hainu gili atik because we said before that the splitting of the sea of reeds only happened through the revelation of the level of atik which transcends both the almadis gast and almadis galia, the concealed worlds and the revealed worlds, which are hinted to by the sea and the dry land. And therefore, the the with the Jewish people were able to go through the dry land within the sea, meaning there was able to be a revelation of the hidden world into the into the revealed world, and that took place because of the revelation of Atik, which transcends both of those um, levels. And so, so too, the tzitzis also have that same idea, because through the tzitzis you draw down the revelation of Atik, which is Hashem's essential pleasure, Hashem's the essence of Hashem's pleasure. And now also we can explain what we were originally talking about that the mitzvah tzitzis is hinted to by this verse of the livna sasapir, the sapphire stone, like the essence of the heavens, latoyar, in their purest, in their purest state. Um, we said that when a person looks at the talus of the tzitzis, it reminds him of the of the of the ocean, which reminds you of the sea, which reminds you of the Kisya Kovic, which reminds you of Hashem's glory. And so the Indian live Nasasapir. What is this idea of this sapphire stone? Hainu Habirudim Hanasim Aide Mitzis Maisis to Mitzis Maisis. So the Liv Nasasapir, the sapphire stone, hints to all the refinements of the um, godly sparks from the physicality which are brought about, these refinements are brought about through the fulfilling of mitzvahs, physical mitzvahs with physical objects and like the mitzvah of tzitzis and all other, of the, all other mitzvahs which basically most mitzvahs are involving physical things, physical items 
which are all enclosed in physicality. And through the fact that a person fulfills a mitzvah with the physical items, you bring about the refinement of that godly spark which is trapped in that physicality, uplift it, and bring it back to its source. And this is the idea of the livnas, the, this, the, the, the brick, um, the brick of the stone, shuhu inyan levana, levena. So, what is this idea of Livnas? It's the stone, uh, the sapphire stone. So, Livnas is Levena, is the stone, which is Lamed Beis, spelled Lamed Beis Nun Hey. And explained in another place that the Levena, Rosh it's a, it is the acronym of Lamed Beis, the 32 pathways of Chachma, which we've spoken about before, or the 32 strands of the Tzitzis, through which is revealed the essence of Hashem's pleasure. But uh, this, usually this refers to the lower level of Rurim, which implies, which refers to the enclosement of the lower level of Chachma into this physical world in order to refi- to bring about refinements of the godly sparks from the physicality. Which through these refinements, you bring about that the there should be a sapphire st- a sapphire stone sapphire sa- sapphire in Hebrew also implies like a sphere to be here say shining, meaning that through the idea of the laban base and sivis the lower level of chachma coming down to refine the physicality to refine the godly sparks, you reveal those sparks from the physicality, bringing about the idea of sapphire the shining of the godly sparks from amidst the physicality. So that is the idea of livna sapphire basically referring to the, ref- the fi- refinement of the godly sparks, which is brought about through all the physical mitzvahs, including the tzitzis, and that is hinted to in the word livinas, the levena, which is lamebez, the lamebez nesivis chachma, um, lamebez nesivis, nesivis ha chachma, ah, the whole word, the whole word of levena, lamebez nun hey, is lamebez, 32, nesivis is the nun, Ha chachma of chachma of wisdom is the hey, so that whole word levena hints to the uh, these thirty two pathways of chachma through which is revealed the Shem's divine pleasure, and which brings about the refinement of the sparks, which is hinted to in the word sapir, the sapphire stone, which is shining the shining of the sparks from the physicality after they're refined. Okay, etzem hashemayim l'toyer, and the other part of the verse, like the like the essence of the heavens and the pure and their purity. This refers to the highest level of the Ir Makif, of the encompassing and infinite energy of Hashem, which is the inner core of Keser, which is the inner core of basically, basically, which is referring to the, the essence of Hashem's pleasure, which the Keser, the Chitzainis of Keser, is the Hashem's will, the Ratzin of Hashem's supernal will, and the inner core of Keser, Primus of Keser, refers to Hashem's divine pleasure. The essence of Hashem's pleasure. So, the essence of the heavens, so the heavens which are encompassing the physical sense above us, that refers to the encompassing energy of Hashem, the Kesser. But the etzem HaShemayim, the essence, the core of that Shemayim, that encompassing energy, refers to the mak, the, the Pneumius of the Makif, Pneumius of Kesser, which is the, um, the essence of Hashem's pleasure. Um, and through the refinement that the physical mitzvahs bring about with the godly sparks and the physicality, there's drawn down the level of the essence of the infinite energy, the essence of the encompassing energy, the essential pleasure of Hashem, which this is referring to 
the mitzvah of tzitzis, which only that mitzvah draws down that essential pleasure in a revealed way, like we said before. All the other mitzvahs draw down that um, essential pleasure, but in a concealed way. Whereas mitzvah tzitzis, because of the 32 pathways of Chochmah, the strands of the tzitzis, are able to channel that energy into a revealed way into this world. So now, a connection of all this back to what is this connection of the mitzvah tzitzis, the tchelis of the tzitzis, which reminds you all the way back to the throne of Hashem's glory. Like it says in the verse, the throne of glory, exalted from aforetimes or from the first chulu. What does that mean? When it says exalted from the first, that refers to the inner core of Kesser. That it's saying it's even higher than Marim, from even the highest, from the first. So I guess Rishain here would be referring to Kesser, and Marim Rishain even higher than Kesser, meaning would be referring to the Pneumius of Kesser, which would be the Atom Satayna, the essence of Hashem's pleasure. So Kisei HaKoved is referring to this idea of Kisei Kavid. What is the Kisei Kavid? What is the throne of Hashem's glory? It's Marim Rishain. It's higher even than, than Rishain, than Kesser, which is referring to Pneumius of Kesser. And that is the connection of the mitzvah of tzitzis to Kisi Yaakovi, because we said before, the mitzvah of tzitzis specifically draws down the Atmos of the Pneumius of Akesar, the essence of Hashem's pleasure, down to this world. Um, and that's why the throne of Hashem's glory is also called the Holy of Holies. As it's explained in another place, in the idea, regarding the idea of what it says in the Zayar, there is a a supernal king, but Raza the Kedush Kedoshim in the secret of the the Holy of Holies. So in that Zayar, it speaks about this relationship between the Hashem's um, throne of glory, the supernal king and his throne of glory, and this, which is the secret of the Kedush Kedoshim, the Holy of Holies. Which first, what is Holy of Holies? It's a one holy even higher than another holy. So Kodesh itself refers to something, a level which is totally removed and totally sublime and totally transcending all of Seder Yishtal, the regular chain of creation, which that refers to Keser, which transcends all the creations. Just like the the crown is above the person's head, which is Chachma, which Chachma is the first level of it in Seder Yishtal. So what is Kodesh, what is even holier than that, is the level of Keser. But Kodesh HaKadoshim, the holy of holies, refers to even higher, a level that even transcends that, which is the Pneumius of Keser, the inner core of Keser, the essence of Hashem's pleasure. And all of this is drawn down through the Mitzvah of Tzitzis, like we said before. But the Medrash explains this idea of the um, Sapphire Stone relating to the Birurim, the refinements of the um, servitude in Egypt. Like it says in Medrashaba and the Parsha of Achrei, when it says on this verse, like the like the work of the sapphire stone, that is referring to the sapphire stone, is referring to before the Jewish people were redeemed from their servitude in Egypt. There was a a image of like this sapphire stone before Hashem, Al Shem, Because why? Why was this? What did this sapphire stone image uh, signify? The verse, like it says, I am with you in all in all of your troubles. Hashem says, Oi, Al Shem is on Yenu, or similar, or also connoting like the verse says that Hashem has seen all of our pain, all of our our anguish, 
Matnis Kuna, that's from the commentary of the Matnis Kuna on the Medrash. So the Livnas, Maisa Livnas is Sapper, the work of the Sapphire Zone is referring to, that was the image that was appearing in the spiritual realms before Hashem, before the Jewish people were before the Jewish people were redeemed because this sapphire stone hints to these verses that Hashem is saying as if he's saying I am with you in all your pains and I see all your troubles but the Medjus continues but after they were already redeemed uh, so then after they were redeemed where, where, where is the way of this stone to be placed there he in uh, so basically after they were redeemed why would this sapphire stone be placed there so to say before Hashem this image of the sapphire stone be placed there um, because now it's uh, they're redeemed and there is no place for this you know we're not in a state of anguish or pain or trouble and like the it says in the parentheses here from the commentary the mountainous kuna it, we don't see this 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 stone anymore there. Meaning, this stone is not the image of the stone is not there before God in the spiritual sense. Only um, joy and might are in Hashem's dwelling. And then it's like the, the continuation of the verse. The are like the pure heavens, and the essence of the pure heavens. That is referring to the, the state of joy, not anymore just like this Livnas Atzapar, the stone of sapphire, which stone can, connoting all the stones that the Jewish people had to make in their servitude in Egypt. And But the sapphire stone, I guess, hinting to the, the, the shining sapphire stone, hinting to the fact that Hashem is shining through and looking at our pain, He's with us. But here now, there's no more servitude, there's no more pain, so it's just Katsama Shamayim, like the pure heavens, without any blocking and without an idea of the stones. And Rashi also explains a similar idea on this verse of Kamais Livna Sasapir, Katsam Shemayin Latoyer, explains in the Chumash this idea before they were redeemed, after they were redeemed. So the Medrash explains this idea of the Livna Sasapir, the Sapphire Stone, referring to the refinements that took place during the Egypt. So we have to understand. Seemingly, the idea of the sapphire stone it seemingly is in, implies a lemal uh, a, a positive thing. that it shines like a sapphire stone, which is a shiny stone. So how can the measure say that this is the sapphire stone? The image of the sapphire stone appeared in the heavens before the Jewish people were redeemed from Egypt. And because Hashem is with us in the pain. Seemingly, the sapphire stone is a very positive idea, which is a shining, something which shines, and implies a you know a, a positivity. Also, what it says in the Medrash, how is the, why is it the way of the the sapphire stone to be placed there in a time when there is happiness, when they're already redeemed? It's not understood. What is this? Uh, what's the idea in this? What's the idea that's applied from this? And the heichan who It says, where is the place? Where is the proper place of this stone? Meaning that this is not its proper place in the time of such joy when they're already been, been redeemed. So, what is the meaning of this when it says this? The targum yenison mefarish gamkin al shibim time. In targum yenison, who translates the the verse into its Aramaic. And with a little bit of commentary uh, sprinkled in it, 
He explains this verse also on the servitude of Egypt. But he explains it, that there's a connection to the first part, to the second part, that this sapphire stone itself becomes like the Etzim HaShemayim Later, like the, the essence of the heavens in their pure state, the pure heavens. So the sapphire stone is becoming the pure heavens, so I guess but from, the, from the state of the servitude, the negative servitude of Egypt, which is hinted to by the sapphire stone, that itself became, when they were redeemed, became the pure heavens. We'll stop there, five lines at the top of Kuv Zayin. Thank you everybody for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Mimer Mavur explanation on a Mimer from Teirer Lukute Teira almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other, our older Mimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tovim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode, a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this, uh, for this podcast please consider doing that it will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better and you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha and to do that please email email me at rabbi gelb at gmail and we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of every of that episode thank you very much